0: Strategies in youth ministry, less time behind your desk, and more time spending with students. All this and more on youth and culture. Today is episode number five, and I am super, super excited to be talking to Kenny Campbell. Uh, Kenny Campbell is a, a co-founder of, of some tremendous resources and curriculum and strategies for youth ministry. Uh, him along with his wife uh, have created these resources and has been a game changer within my ministry. It has helped me with discipleship, with parents, with teaching, with games with so much more I can't even list. So I'm super, super excited to be talking to him today. So listen in as we talk about different strategies and aspects that can completely change your ministry. All right, guys, I am super excited about today. On uh, this episode, we have an, I have an opportunity to interview Kenny Campbell. Kenny Campbell is, an, is connected to many different aspects of youth ministry and a, and a creator of a co-founder of tremendous resources, and I'll let him talk about that here in just a minute. But Kenny, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and talk about your journey in youth ministry and how you ended up where you are today?
1: Sure. Ryan, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Excited to be here. Uh, Love just seeing people create stuff. So big ups to you. Love this kind of thing. But yeah, so my kind of little history in ministry is when I was in middle school, I absolutely loved my youth group. I loved my youth pastor. I thought he was the funniest dude in the world. And I thought that could be a cool job. So that's when I started really thinking about ministry as a job and uh, started like leading the FCA at my school and just looking for opportunities to speak at youth group if they came up or whatever. Uh, So that's kind of how I got started and then ended up going to Liberty for a year. I took some Bible classes, took a lot of sports classes, still didn't know if I wanted to do sports or ministry, then just ended up coming back home. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and just looked for a church in my area that I thought had an awesome youth group. And I'm like, all right, hey, that church looks like they know what they're doing. I want to learn from them. So just went to that youth pastor and I said, hey, you don't know me. I'm just a kid that wants to be a youth pastor someday and I'd love to learn from you. Uh, so I'll intern for free. I'll do whatever it takes. And so they ended up bringing me on board as an intern. So I was working for free like nine to five every day and uh, working at the Olive Garden at night. And that's kind of how I cut my teeth in ministry. Ended up getting a full-time job at that church and meeting my wife at that church. And so we got married. Uh, She came on staff at the church. I ended up leading the middle school ministry eventually. We both were full-time and we just loved what we were doing. And so we're both very creative people and we self-taught ourselves all of the Adobe suite like Photoshop and InDesign and I was editing videos and making websites and we were like, hey, we should just throw some of this stuff up. That we're making for our ministry onto a website. So we looked for a domain, we found stuff and that's what we do today. So at that point, we were just putting stuff onto stuffyoucanuse.org for free, just the things that we were making in our own ministry. And uh eventually ended up becoming like a little side hustle for us. We were making some money from it, and uh, we moved down to Atlanta and then ended up jumping in full time into stuff you can use. So we were at the church for like nine years. And we've been doing stuff you can use on the side since 2010. And then just two years ago, we jumped in full time. So that's what I'm doing now. So, to introduce myself, I guess, uh, my name is Kenny Campbell. I am the co founder of Stuff You Can Use with my wife, Elle. And we create resources for church leaders, specifically youth ministry. And uh, recently, we started creating stuff for kids' ministry too. And we absolutely love it.
0: Okay, hey, Kenny. Um... One thing that one resource that I personally use that I found find is an awesome resource is Grow Curriculum. Can you, for the listeners, those of you who are listening, can you uh, kind of go over what is Grow?
1: Yeah. So that's kind of the product that we launched when we both quit our full time jobs and we're like, all right, let's do stuff you can use full time. So, really, kind of the genesis of Grow was we knew we wanted to create something that would be helpful to youth pastors, right? Like that's what we do. And so we shot out an email to thousands of youth pastors and we just asked them like, what's your biggest struggle in ministry? And of course we got tons of different answers. A lot of people were talking about, they didn't know how to you know, minister to parents well, or they weren't good at training their volunteers. Um, but a lot of people were talking about growth in their ministry. Like my pastor wants my youth ministry to grow and I don't know how to do it. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Stuff You Can Use, a youth ministry community. And in that group, one of the people said, hey, my pastor told me that I'm fired if I don't double the size of the youth group by the end of the summer. And so he's like, I'm going to give away an Xbox to try to grow this youth group. I'm like, oh my gosh, these people, they have so much pressure on them of either parents are pressuring them, volunteers, they're pressured to try to train adult volunteers. They're pressured from their pastors to grow their ministry. So we're like, all right, what we need to do is to create a product that helps youth ministries be healthy in every area that they need to be healthy in to support healthy growth in their ministry. So you don't have to worry about giving away Xboxes to get those numbers up. Like there is a way to health uh, and to grow your ministry through health. And uh, you know we have experience doing that. When we were leading our middle school ministry in Buffalo, we you know we already started with a pretty large group. We had like a hundred students. But by the time we were done, we had over 400 students in our youth ministry. And so we kind of went through this transition of seeing numbers go down and then seeing growth and kind of having experience with it. So what we did for Grow Curriculum is basically we identified six areas that a youth ministry needs to be healthy in. And that's discipleship, teaching, uh, your programming and games and what you're doing for fun your parents, like how you're ministering and connecting and partnering with parents, your volunteers, like how you're supporting them and celebrating them and training them. Uh, And then your events, what are you doing during the year for events? And so for Grow, we kind of created a strategy and resources that go along with all six of those areas to help you have a strong, healthy, growing ministry. So that's what Grow is. And so we launched that two years ago. We quit our jobs. We came up with that. And we were thinking like, all right, we'll see how it goes. If this goes well, then maybe we'll, have a, we'll be able to do this. And if not, we're going to have to find jobs again, either go back to a church and try to find a job there. Or, I don't know, find a job at maybe another uh, resourcing organization or something. But Grow ended up doing really well. And so now we have over 3,000 churches that are using Grow curriculum every year. And uh, we're just super pumped about it.
0: Absolutely. I have to say that out of all the curriculums out there, grow is absolutely the best um, thank you use a lot I've I've researched a lot and it's absolutely the best but what what are some advantages of using grow compared to other curriculums
1: yeah so you know when we created grow we knew we wanted to create something that was different than everything else because there's tons of curriculums out there you can go to dym and buy like series if you want to You could go and buy like live curriculum. You could go and buy XP3. There's different curriculums that are available that are mainly just teaching material, right? You'll get like a lesson plan and you can go and teach. But what we wanted to do was to create an annual strategy, not just for your teaching, but also those other areas I mentioned, like your discipleship, like how does your discipleship mix with your teaching and how does that Uh, filter down into how you train volunteers and the events that you do and how you connect to parents and just your annual calendar of a ministry. What does that look like? So I think one thing that really helped set us apart uh, and made us different than the other curriculums was we laid out the entire year on a calendar and just kind of showed like, all right, this is how you're going to lead your ministry throughout an entire year. And people really resonated with that because it gave them like a sense of Uh, confidence. Like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Like I can look, I can put this calendar on my wall. It's color coded and looks really cool. And I can see like what I'm going to be doing for the whole year, not just with my teaching, but in every area of my ministry. And so I think that just really kind of went like mini viral. Like when we put that video up, a lot of people started thinking like, yeah, I should do that. And they were sharing their pictures. They were creating calendars and taking pictures of them and putting them on their walls and sharing them in our Facebook group. And it just kind of caught on. And so I think what sets us apart is, uh, you know, not only our teaching, which I think our teaching is a little bit different than the other ones, too. But beyond that uh, are all the other areas. And so that's the biggest thing. And then if you want to talk about the teaching, uh, we one thing that we really pride ourselves on is the diversity of the people that contribute to grow. So we knew when we launched grow that we didn't want to just write it all ourselves. Like, sure, like me and Elle could have. If we really wanted to like write all these messages, I was a youth pastor for nine years. She was my volunteer coordinator in the ministry. So between the two of us, we could write the messages and the small group questions and probably put out something that was decent. But what we were thinking was, man, it would be really cool if we invited writers and editors and graphic designers and people that could do all sorts of things, write our volunteer uh, uh, events and like discussions and write our parent events and write uh, our events for students and just all the other things that we had. And so we invited for that first year over, I think it was between like 35 and 50 different people from all different contexts. These are like people in the African American church, in the Asian church, in the Hispanic church, uh, in, uh, different countries. We had people from like Australia in the UK and Mexico and Canada, and people from big churches and small churches and different denominations. And so kind of between everybody, between these like 35 to 50 people, we put together an entire year of ministry that not only reflected uh, the experience of me and Elle, but also the experience of all these different church leaders across the body of Christ all over the world, really. And uh, we're really proud of that. And so that was just something that I think also sets us apart a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I, I 100% agree. With that when it comes to grow in my context, because like I, I in my d- dynamic is is a, a smaller church which I, I personally feel like grow works extremely well with compared to other curriculums, but what are what are some ways that grow would benefit uh, smaller youth ministries?
1: Yeah, well, and that was part of the strategy too is we wanted people from smaller ministries on our team because Ellen and I honestly we served at a mega church like the church that we were at you know like I mentioned we had 400 middle school students so uh, we knew that if there was any blind spots it would be you know how can we effectively create resources for people that are in different contexts like a rural context or people in small churches and so we invited a lot of those people on the team plus we love hearing and taking feedback from our users so one thing that we heard after volume 1 was like, hey, I love what you guys provide Um, because what we were providing was like a sermon guide. So something you can use when you're up front and preaching and then also a small group guide. So when you break into small groups afterwards, because that's what we were used to was like, all right, you're going to go up there and you're going to preach and then you're going to break into small groups and that's what your night's going to look like. Uh, But a lot of people were saying like, hey, I'm in a smaller context. I only have a small group. Like I only have six kids come into my ministry. Uh, So I wonder if there's a way that you can create something that would help me lead six kids where I'm not necessarily going to go up and preach and then break into small groups. And so we're like, yeah, you know what we could do is create this hybrid uh, or hybrid kind of guide that will lead you through a discussion-based teaching. And so that's specifically for churches that are in smaller contexts or churches maybe that do home groups where you have like a volunteer and a home and students come over and they lead their ministry that way. And so we were like, this would be a great, so it's kind of like, combines the small group questions and the sermon into one guide and so that's something that we did specifically for smaller churches Um, but some other reasons why i think smaller churches would benefit from grow and we were really thinking small churches in mind like what does a youth pastor need to do to run a ministry and some of the bigger churches you know you look at some like the mega churches they've got these big staffs they've got you know six, seven, eight people just in their middle school department or in their high school department. So they've got plenty of people to do all sorts of stuff. But for us normal youth pastors, we don't have that. And so I'm like, all right, well, what would be helpful is if we could put this calendar together and help this youth pastor look at what's going on in their ministry. So if they were just a bivocational person or even a volunteer youth pastor at a small church, they would be getting the help to be able to plan their year out. And then we're like, hey, we should create all the resources for them. Like a lot of churches, they have graphic designers on the team, but not every church has that, obviously. And so we're like, all right, well, let's provide all the editable files we can. So all of the graphics and editable versions, all of the messages we wanted to make extremely editable. We even created this thing called the Message Builder, uh, where you can drag and drop different pieces of your message and like input your own stuff and edit it. And it goes right on your phone. And so people in smaller churches you don't need a team. You don't need a tech team anymore. You don't need a graphic design team. You can do it all in-house because we've created everything for you to really save you time and to let you spend more time with your people. That's kind of what we're thinking is less time at your desk, planning things and working on things and more time actually with people, spending time with them and ministering to them. Uh, So yeah, that's some of the ways that I think it could work in a smaller church. And Ryan, I know you're in a smaller church. How have you seen it work for you?
0: Basically, when it comes, before I used Grow, I was using, uh, I was using D-O-I-M, Download Youth and Ministry, and what I was doing was I was creating basically a, a scope and sequence throughout the year. I would basically buy the series that I was going to use for the year, and back then my wife, was, my wife wasn't working. She was a stay-at-home mom uh, with her kids, and, and so it worked pretty well in our context, and then my wife started working which which actually left a gap in some ways in my ministry because uh, my wife was the creative one. Uh, she's the one who helped me with events and some and some other things uh, within our ministry, social media and some other stuff. And so it kind of, kind of led to a little bit of a gap. So I, I was actually looking at grow uh, way before, before that. Um, so I made the decision I'm going to use grow because, because when it comes to growing Mike, my, in my context, uh, it has helped me with graphics because I was designing my own graphics Spending hours doing that, designing graphics, it's something I enjoy because uh, I'm an artsy guy. But I just don't have the time. Um, yeah. Because when you're in a small group, a small church context, uh, and, and like you don't have a lot of times you don't have a secretary that does a lot of your stuff, um, so you're keeping up with your own budget on, your, on a spreadsheet or whatever system you're using. You're you're doing all the secretary type of work. Uh, and you're doing absolutely everything. Sometimes you're doing worship. Uh, and back then, I was doing uh, worship. And our in the student ministry. Um, I was the sound guy, I was teaching, I was doing games, I was a small group leader, which I still am. So I was it was involved in doing absolutely everything. Yeah. And so I needed I needed something to take a lot of that off of my plate, something that was good and something that was more than just a curriculum. And something also that was designed and small church friendly yeah uh, one thing well, yeah one thing with the, with a lot of curriculums that are out there uh, they're great curriculums There's there's things like orange there's there's a great curriculums out there, but a lot of them are not necessarily designed for a smaller church context. Uh, a lot of them were designed if you split your youth group to a junior high and high school, If you had it split, which is to me is the ultimate goal but in a smaller in a smaller church context, that's just sometimes not realistic when you have a when you have between 10 15 even 30 40 kids even around there it's you get it, you can't really split right? right you don't have the resources to do that uh so it's one thing about grow grow it caters a lot of ways to a smaller church context because because think about it, the average church in America is in the last report i read uh it's about 60 in attendance
1: right i was going to say it's definitely under 100
0: yeah so so you're because of that i feel like grow is is more is is more useful and more designed for the average church and, and there's a lot of good curriculums out there but they're more designed for a larger church context because the church the church i grew up in uh, was a large church not quite a mega church but almost there and the church i served at in virginia uh, was a mega church um, so when i moved down when god called me down here to serve in my context in my area it was a little bit of a struggle for me because I was so used to having teams right. taking over doing, doing certain things. I w- wasn't used to the student pastor, youth pastor doing, doing it all. Uh, so it was a little bit of a learning curve for me. And, but anyway, so i uh, absolutely, I believe grow is, has been a tremendous benefit from a ministry from discipleship strategies, parents, because parents is one of my weakness. So it gives you a, a strategy involving parents in your ministry along with uh, training your leaders uh, and investing in your leaders, which is also a weakness of mine as well. Cause I, yeah. I, I, my passion is teens. And yeah. spending well, time with students.
1: And that's the thing, Ryan, you know, like youth pastors, we're expected to be good at everything. You know what I mean? It's like, we've got to, oh, yeah. we probably get into it because we want to minister to teenagers And then once we're in the role, you're like, oh, shoot, there's all these adults that we have to talk to. It's like, all right, I got to train volunteers. I got to talk to parents and, you know, make sure that they trust me and I'm like creating a safe place for their kids. And so there's a lot that goes around uh, to being a youth pastor. And so grow really does help you in your weakness. You might be awesome with volunteers and you need help in the teaching or you might be an amazing communicator, but need help with parents. And so that's where kind of grow can pick up the slack and really give you a solid strategy and resources and the confidence to, you know, be good across the board.
0: Absolutely. And one, th- one thing I, I loved about I think you had I'm not sure if you had it in volume one, but you definitely had in volume two, which you kind of mentioned it earlier, is you built a hybrid um, yep. into that as well. Now, in my context, we we do split up in small groups because we use grow for our midweek program and we do split, split up in small groups. But in my context as well, because I live an hour and a half from the beach and it's just our culture during the summer, your attendance is like, <laughs> it seems like 70% lower.
1: Right, yeah. Um,
0: and so, and then and, and during the summers, I can use the hybrid aspect of grow Cause we don't have my, I have, I struggle having leaders show up because uh, yeah. you're busy going on vacations and doing whatnot. And I, I also kids don't show up as, as much cause you're on the beach almost every week. So the hybrid aspect, even, even in, in a summer context for a lot of churches, cause it, it is a problem. I think in uh, a lot of, a lot of churches where summer under uh, the summer enrollment's down. Uh, so in a smaller church, if enrollment's really down, you have that hybrid aspect that kind of helps that. So you can still teach the curriculum as well, but you may not be able to split up in small groups. So it kind of yep. helps that.
1: Love it. Love it.
0: Okay, I have one last lo- one last question for you, Kenny. If there is one piece of advice that you can give a youth leader in their ministries, what would that be?
1: Ooh, good question. Okay. Well, the first thing that definitely comes to mind is don't try to do it all yourself. And that's something I think every young youth pastor or ministry leader goes through is like this thought that, oh shoot, now I have to do everything. I'm the one getting paid. If you're even if you are getting paid, but let's assume you are. So you're paid staff on this church and you're like, all right, I need to do, and this is me. This is this is what I was doing early on. I was doing, I was leading the worship. I was doing the teaching. I was leading the games. I was trying to train all the volunteers. I was trying to make sure I stayed connected to all the parents. Uh, and, you know, make sure small groups are running correctly and all the stuff. And I was just getting burned out trying to do it all. And it doesn't matter what the size of your church is because those are all the same responsibilities, right? Even if you have 100 kids or 10 kids, uh, you still have to teach. You still have to do worship. You're going to have a live band. You still have to train your volunteers. If you're going to have volunteers, you still have to talk to parents. So really the workload doesn't really go down no matter how many kids you have in your ministry. And so what I would recommend and the piece of advice I would give is find some other adults that you can start to partner with and delegate to. So those could be volunteers in your ministry, but not only just small group leaders, but people that take significant ministry off of your plate. Uh, They could even be responsible for like training volunteers or at least the administrative side of all the volunteer stuff of making sure small groups have leaders and the right amount of kids in them or that you're communicating well like you don't have to do everything yourself it's okay to delegate and to find people to do things you can give games to like a high school kid or even a college kid or somebody to be like hey you're in charge of running the games all right plan them like you need to keep up with everybody and you become like a manager but That's a lot easier than trying to do it all yourself, especially once you get in a rhythm and you find people that love it. And that's like one of the most fun things for me as a ministry leader was handing ministry off to other adults and seeing them in their sweet spot and enjoying what they did. And, you know, it really just makes people want to serve in your ministry more when you actually give them significant things to do. Because if you don't give them significant things to do, they're going to get bored and you're not going to attract the highest level of leader. Uh, But you will attract a high level of leaders if you're actually giving away significant responsibility in ministry. So that's one thing I would say. And then one other piece of advice that I would give is be a learner. Do everything you can to try to learn and not just ministry related stuff, but across the board. I really believe in this idea of being a general specialist, which means you uh, know a little bit in a lot of different areas. I think that just helps you as a leader overall if you're learning about science and history and marketing and philosophy and comedy and whatever it is, right? Like read books, listen to podcasts, and the more you know, little bit about a lot of things you'll just be a more well-rounded leader Uh, so don't get stuck in just reading or listening to christian leadership like i think that's easy like oh we all want to listen to our favorite uh ministry podcast and we all want to read our favorite books by mega church pastors or whoever it might be but if you expand it and actually try to learn about these things that you think would never make a difference in your ministry but you'll find that the more you know about a little bit about a lot of different things, the more it's going to help you be a leader Uh, and just, yeah, just spark your creativity, too. So those are two things. Don't do it all on your own and learn from a lot of different places.
0: Man, those are two areas that I've been that I constantly, constantly preach as well. Making sure you have the right people around you. And also, you're not a leader unless you're learning. Yeah. Uh, and Constantly learning. Well, man. Well, Kenny, I, I just want to thank you for coming out to the podcast and thank you for just spending some time to just talk about GROW and the benefits uh, that will have for smaller churches and smaller church contexts. And I just thank you for just coming out your time and, and just, just speaking with us today.
1: Thank you. And one thing I would say is uh, if you're listening and you want to check out GROW, you can go to growcurriculum.org and you can start a free trial. So basically you'll get a free series you'll get free volunteer materials parent materials like you can check out everything that grow has to offer uh, not only for youth ministry but for kids ministry too so growcurriculum.org, click the start a free trial and you can check it all out for free
0: yeah guys those of you are listening take advantage of it you gotta take advantage of it. it's the best curriculum that's out there okay kenny i do appreciate you for coming out
1: you got it all right talk to you later ryan well, guys, I cannot
0: say enough good things about Grow Curriculum. If you've never heard of Grow Curriculum, I would highly recommend uh, take, testing it out, testing out the free uh, resources, the trial that it has, and, and see what they have to offer. Again, your ministry will be completely changed by using this curriculum and strategies within your ministry. So I'm super thankful for Kenny. And Elle for coming out with this and designing it and pouring the heart into it. um, It helps people like me in in their student ministry. So I'm happy, uh, super happy, and excited about this resource in my ministry. Guys, if you're out there and and you're listening to this, and again, you find this content useful and helpful, give us a five star review. Leave us a positive uh, review. I'm also, uh, I'm super excited about next week. Next week's interview, we're going to be interviewing someone who I have looked up to in youth ministry for many, many years, and I was super excited to interview him as we kind of talk about another resource and youth ministry that's been that's benefited me and helped me with my ministry. I'm not going to spill the beans yet again uh, uh, this week, so just all you have to do is tune in to next week's episode.